welcome back to Confessions of a Queen, episode two. I am so excited for today. Uh, um, I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> We're so never going to get it done. <laughs> this is it. Hey, yo, welcome back to Confessions of a Queen, episode two. I am Angela. I'm Jess. I'm Steph. And I'm Annie. Today, I am really excited for today's episode. Uh, we will be Yes, we will be talking about uh, mental health as well as work-life balance. And or how- lack thereof. Cries <laughs> 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 on the inside. Uh, yeah, so light work-life balance and also how we manage you know, negativity as well as um, trying to keep ourselves positive through this big journey. So... Um, I don't know if you want to start off. I know this is a really deep conversation for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so talking about mental health, I feel like we could have, this is all we could talk about for all episodes and we would never Hours. run out of content and run out of things yeah. to talk about because so true. Um, there's so much that encompasses mental health, especially as it relates to work-life balance and as it relates to being a woman, being a woman in business, being a mom like you, um, Jess, and um, just dealing with the challenges that everyday life in 2021 um, that we face. And so, 2020. And 2020 especially. Absolutely. Yeah. Rough year. yeah. Whew, what so, a year. <laughs> what a year is right. So, I spent most of the 2020 year trying to just put my feet in the grass and tap my chest as quickly as I could to calm down. <laughs> grounding, like, grounding. Deep yes. I just was wandering yeah. around. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. What is happening? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so true. And I think so many people can relate to the mental health challenges that 2020 may have stirred up for a lot of people. And that's something that I don't think has been talked about nearly enough. Um, the past 12 months have been so hyper-focused on COVID, um, understandably, and um, the presidential election also understandably. But I think that leaves a big void for something that should be talked about, and that's the mental health of um, a lot of the stuff that that COVID caused and the presidential election caused a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. So on top of daily life, on top of daily <laughs> and life, work. absolutely. And now like so, building an empire. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Wait, what? That's what we're doing? Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> brick by brick, my friend. I'm so scared. <laughs> Crying on, on the inside, like you said. Day. <laughs> yes. So, um, some, this is a topic, like Angela said, that has been really close to my heart because I have struggled with mental health personally quite significantly through the years. Um, especially this past year, I felt like it came to a head and had developed into something that I needed to handle for my own safety, to be honest. So, um, that's when I finally decided to take action on that. But I also want people to know and to understand that just because you have mental health struggles, that you can still do really important, beautiful, amazing things. Just you because. can do hard things. Yes, yeah, we absolutely. Do hard things. Shout out Glennon Doyle. Even if oh, Glennon Doyle, love you. I hope you're watching this. <laughs> Even yes. if it takes you all morning to get out of bed, you yeah. can still be productive. Absolutely. Even if it's one thing. Make yeah. your bed. That's one thing. At least you did right. that, swept or did the dishes or cleaned mm-hmm. your counter. Like if you just start, then at least you did one thing. Yes. You know, and you're not going to bed that night going, right. well, 
I'm trash because I didn't do anything. Yeah, because that can spiral out of control so quickly as well. Those feelings of unworthiness, of not being enough, not being perfect. I think perfectionism in today's society can be brought on from a lot of trauma, (laughs) and which has definitely been the case for me. Um, and, And also societal trauma. I don't know if that's a thing or if I just made that up right now. No, I think that's a thing, especially (laughs) for women. I mean, this conversation, Mm -hmm. like I've been thinking about this a lot lately, especially, you know, this week was International Women's Day was on Monday. And just I kind of have continued that conversation in my head with myself about how much growing up we just get told or expected Mm -hmm. of us or, you know, that's just the way we see things. So we think that's the way it is as women in regards to home life, work life, mental health. Um, We just, and I talk about this with my therapist, take on like as like a mother figure, you take on the negativity of your children. And I feel like as women, we are expected to do that for everybody sometimes. And it can be very challenging. I'm sure you guys feel this, but I do a lot, especially lately as like managing people mm-hmm. to not let their experiences and their emotions like affect you too much. Yeah. Not holding on to yeah. emotions that aren't yours mm-hmm. to hold on to and to carry. So easy to do, especially as women, as a, you know, care, natural caretakers, I would say. Um, it's just, it can be really challenge, challenging and it can get really overwhelming really, really quickly. Um, and that's why I've always been like, hey, I go to therapy, y'all. Same. <laughs> like, Love I therapy. Go to therapy <laughs> and I will tell anybody and everybody because it shouldn't be a stigma. It should just be the same as like, hey, I have a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah. hey, I'm going to get coffee with a friend. Yeah. Or Mental something like that. Mental health is exactly the same as diabetes, heart disease, Mm -hmm. anything like that. It is a disease. It's so for people to label it as something else is just awful because so many of us deal with it Mm -hmm. every day. Absolutely. So, and it comes in waves, you know, it gets like (laughs) Mm -hmm. better for a while and then it'll get worse again. And then, you know, it'll get better again and then it might get worse again, again. It's Mm -hmm. like a constant, um, cycle cycle yeah i mean it's something it's i don't want to say it's a battle because i don't like to think of it as something that necessarily we're fighting i think it's something that we're like learning to live with and that we're growing with yeah ride the waves mm-hmm. instead of trying to swim against them right yeah. you know yeah accept absolutely. it feel the bad and then yes. be like okay i'm done feeling the bad now right. i did it i allowed myself to feel that way yeah. yeah and i think that's a huge part of healing as well you yeah. know it's like letting yourself cry doing oh, yeah. some yoga exercising um going on a walk you know any anything like that yeah mm-hmm. going on going out in nature and grounding and those types of things um because so many people hold on to those emotions and emotions are literally stored in your body and then create disease. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's not fair to yourself. It's not fair to the other people around you, Yeah, you know? Um, so to be able to express that is huge, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I'm 
doing this therapy right now called EMDR therapy. Yes. I've done it in the past before and it it. served me so well. And it was so it's, um, so it's this therapy where you hold like these two, there's a couple of different ways to do it. So I hold these two things in my hand, in each hand and they vibrate back and forth. And it's supposed to help stimulate your vagus nerve to help you deal with, um, PTSD or a trauma that's impacting your life Mm -hmm. in a negative way. And so I've been doing that. I've done it in the past and it worked miracles for me. And so now I'm doing it again in therapy for a different reason um, regarding some experiences that I had in college and how it related to how I was treated by my college and people of authority. Um, And I was talking to my therapist and I'm like, but these feelings that I have of perfectionism and always wanting to go above and beyond and wanting to, um, you know, always never be able to relax. Those have served me really well. Right. I know. (laughs) The thing is, is, our demons are proven to work. (laughs) It's a terrible thing. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't, it's hard to let go of that because not only does it become a comfort after so long, but when it serves you well and you tend to rely on that, I don't want to get rid of it. And she said, no, 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 you're never going to lose that. You can just call on it when you need it. You can pick Mm -hmm. and choose when it, when it runs your life or when you need it you need to call on those skills and the, those um, muscles, I, I guess, um, to deal with something that you're dealing with. You're not going to like suddenly become lazy or That's something. What, yeah. <laughs> right, right, not right. Gonna shut I off. Just gonna, yeah, just like, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Light switch off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I think expressing yourself and acknowledging that you're able like you are doing this and the first part of it is acknowledgement and understanding mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. you were the one Absolutely. in control. Like uh, the other day, uh, Vinny got his back leg stuck in his strap of his blanket and it was these. Vinny is a horse. Oh yeah. Vinny, Vinny <laughs> is my horse. horse. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk about him. Like he's my child. Um, he got his back leg stuck in the, his, his strap of his blanket. And I just watched him continually fall over like four different times. And it was fine. He wasn't injured. He broke out on hives from like, I don't know, brushing up against the blanket or anxiety. anxiety yeah. Stress. Yeah. Stress. At Jessica. But <laughs> after <laughs> afterwards, I sat in my car, drove a little distance so nobody could see me and allowed myself to start hyperventilating for 10 minutes. I just sobbed. Yeah. And then I have to let yourself go through those things. You have to, because if you try to sit there and suppress it, that's when it becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to cry, you have to scream, you have to throw things or, you know, whatever you have to do to get out of that and to release it from your body. It's so important. Yeah. I literally will, when I'm feeling really overwhelmed or feeling like, because I have a hard time expressing emotions uh, physically. I just like, I don't know. I grew up in a family that was very not that they were like you can't express your emotions but we just didn't like I just didn't cry I don't know I don't cry and when I, I feel like I need to time. cry <laughs> that's because you're a Every freaking day. cancer I'm a cancer <laughs> I'm a Taurus so I don't cry I will literally make myself I will watch like sad movies to, so that I can cry so that I can start the flow so that I can get it out because yeah. otherwise I just 
sit there and it gets worse and worse and worse. And then I have a full breakdown and call my dad and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't have this job. I got to go home. And he's like, okay. And yeah. So if I will like help myself through that or like listening to some music that makes me feel emotional or just like I have, but I have to like sometimes make myself sit in it. Yeah, have my you, body will be like, no. Have you ever gone through something so emotional that you can't listen to music or watch movies? Like, I remember I was going through a breakup one time and I was so emotional about it. I couldn't listen to music for six months. Oh, oh my gosh. My gosh. I very months. much am a, like, I like to distract myself from the things I am. All, I, I like to distract myself as, as well. As she sings. Yeah, with music. With music. As I'm singing but because that, I'm But that's the thing is that so many people, you there's so many ways to deal with to it. To cope, yeah. You know, absolutely. you just have to find your way. Yeah. Your way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Because there's a way for you. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody. Absolutely. So, you know, and I, I think of emotions as, you know, or if you're not releasing them, it's kind of like taking a bunch of beach balls. Oh my gosh, I'm sad here and trying to push it underwater. Oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed over here and trying to push it underwater. And you have all these emotions that you're trying to suppress. And then all of a sudden, if you don't, they, all it, they just all pop up and hit mm-hmm. you in the face. That's such a good, you analogy. know, it's like, yeah. it, it, you know, that's why it's important to deal with it immediately, mm-hmm. immediately. You know, i I've had way too many meltdowns because I've always suppressed things. And that comes from my childhood. You know, my mom, she um, was diagnosed with bipolar disorder plus multiple personality disorder. And that that happened when I was 10. And, you know, I and I hate to, you know, put my family out there like this. But at the same time, a lot of us deal with this. You know, my dad didn't know how to deal with it. So he started working a lot, working a lot, working a lot. He would come home, shut the door and didn't deal with it. So when I was asking for help, there was no help, you know? Yeah. This is very sensitive for me and I'm sorry. Um, so it's okay to talk about it's okay to get it out it is yeah yeah let it absolutely. out go. stop stop yes. holding it in yeah don't this, hold it. this is what i mean yeah you have to like you have to get it out yes you know there's <laughs> <laughs> a hug happening <laughs> and this podcast yeah. is about that mm-hmm. yeah it's raw or it's <laughs> not forgot our slogan, when it's right? It's about supporting each other. It's yeah, it's a little bit risky. <laughs> a little bit risky. And, and I'm the crier because I'm a cancer. That doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help. No. no, no. But absolutely, and that's where you know the therapy you're doing with your your therapist mm-hmm. is. I, I'm t- plan. I am talking to my therapist about doing that as well mm-hmm. because it helps your brain kind of look at those situations. Yeah, and from a perspective of myself, it'll help me look at situations and be like, you're not at fault for that. Rewire your emotions. Mm, right. So you can actually legit, like logically understand that it is not your fault mm-hmm. or that yeah. you were just a tat child. You were 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Right? You were just a little babe. Yeah. You know, a wee Definitely. babe. A wee babe. A wee babe. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that Jess and I like bonded on really quickly because my mom was diagnosed bipolar and, um, 
well, with depression, depression. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I fully remember a time when she couldn't get out of bed and like go to school because of it. Sorry, mom to be exposing you. Uh, I love you so much. (laughs) Love Um, you so much, mom. I love you so much. (laughs) Um, and my dad, cause they both watch, watch this on the TV, Um, (laughs) on the TV, but yeah, I, I mean, we talked about that, just that feeling of like, you know, Oh, 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 okay. what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, like, what you do know? you do? And then and later on I would just try to life. help her. Like, I would just try to, like, you know, I, like, brought her some water. Because when I was sick, when I was a kid and I was sick, she would bring me water and, like, a snack, you know, mm-hmm. because she'd be like, eat something, stay hydrated. So I'd be like, I remember being like, oh, I guess I she can't get out of bed. She must be sick. I'll just bring her water. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. I guess that yeah. would make you better. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, everybody goes through... Um, times, but because of that, you know, I have been so conscious or tried to be so conscious of my own mental health and where I am because I'm Mm -hmm. constantly, I'm in my early twenties, which is when a lot of people, um, get diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I am just like always, uh, I will write down like possible bipolar episode. <laughs> it's just because I drank too much coffee. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah back because to the day you told me to stop drinking coffee and energy drinks. <laughs> yeah, because that will make you feel like you're having a manic episode. Yep. <laughs> and I felt like I was. <laughs> yeah, fully. I called Annie and I was like, Annie. Yeah, I was oh like, stop drinking caffeine and you'll feel better. <laughs> or like switch up your routine, drink different caffeine or something. Mm-hmm. But tea. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Just I don't really know where this uh, this is going. What I'm saying. But. Well, I think that a lot of people don't even realize these things until they're adults. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with it with either like your parents or maybe somebody that you know mm-hmm. or whatnot. It starts coming into your life when you start getting older and you're like, why am I like this? Why do I do this? Why do I not talk about my feelings? Why do I not express what I need to express? Throat chakra blockage. Sorry. I'm, I got my <laughs> I know. My I get stones. Yes. <laughs> I yes. have some throat chakra issues. We're working on them. We're it's working fine. <laughs> on them. Yes. Chrysocola for anyone that needs to know. Yes. That is the stone to get some Reiki done on myself. Yes. Reiki too. Reiki because, is beautiful and wow. amazing. Yes. Um, you do guide me but you stuff. know, it, do, it doesn't come on until later on in life. And yeah. so I know for me personally, I just started realizing this stuff. Maybe a year and a half ago. So I'm still trying to heal from it. And that's why I still cry about it. And you know, sure. that kind of stuff, but just to be able to recognize it, like you said, that's the first step, mm-hmm. you know, and then moving yeah. forward, what, what do I need to do? What, what, what do I need to do to fix this, to heal this? Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many options, yeah. so many. And on that subject too, recognition of As a society, especially women, we hold these emotions to ourselves Mm -hmm. and we also beat ourselves up over it. So like for instance, you know, blaming yourself for your mom not getting out of bed in the morning and having to bring her water. You were just a little kid. You didn't understand what was happening. You were just trying to make her feel better and you couldn't in that moment. And that reflects to us day to day. Like for instance, changing your mental thoughts of I'm beautiful, I'm amazing, Mm -hmm. I'm strong, I'm powerful, I can do this today, you know? And I didn't start that until this year. I actually (laughs) love Heather Wilson Roller. Um, (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) I came to her 
<laughs> a complete mess. <laughs> Just had gone through a breakup. He broke up with me because uh, I, he wasn't physically attracted to me because I had too flat of an ass and no boobs. Mm. Um, wow. You should send him to wow. me. I will show oh, him what scary. a flat ass and no boobs can really... <laughs> Do to somebody. <laughs> Love it. I will Scary. hurt him. <laughs> Nervous laughs. Um, Nervous laughs. Yes. So, and then Vinny almost dying on top of being yeah. laid off. And I had a neck injury. And I had no self-esteem. So, this mm. just mess of a woman came to her and she's just like, well, step one, ride her horse. Step two, boost her self-image. And I was standing, I remember it so clearly, I was standing in the entrance of her aisle and I had forgotten something due to my neck injury, have memory issues um, from brain concussions and such. And so I had forgotten something for her and I said, wow, I hate myself. That woman threw a brush at me and told me Good to her. redirect Sorry. my mentality. Good for her. <laughs> She's like, you will never say that in front of me again. Never. And like, Anna, my friend, does the same stuff to me. Yeah. Because oh, when yeah. I came from Kentucky from just a whole situation that I don't really feel comfortable going into, um, she, I was also, my self-esteem was the lowest it's ever been in my entire life. I was always a very like outgoing and like confident person and happy person. And I was not, I was like, mm, I feel fat, which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and when I came here and started living with her, she was always very adamant. I, I would be like, Oh, I don't know how I look in this or like, Oh my gosh, I didn't, I'm, I'm, I called myself a dumbass all the time. And she was like, stop it. Yeah. Why? Why are you saying those things? Why are you like this? Why are you doing that? And I was like, I don't know. It's just the narrative in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Self-hate is so Self- toxic yeah. from mm-hmm. other people too. Because it know? feeds onto you. Yeah. And that that's another thing is so important to recognize that in other people as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. To spread the love and let them know that, they, that they're that they fine the way that they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the they are perfect the way that exactly. they are and they can do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you see someone like that, encourage them and be the light in their life so that they can pass that on to other people. That's how you change the world. Absolutely. One person at a time. It starts in your friend groups. Absolutely. The other day I knew you were feeling down. So I just texted you and I was like, hey, you're amazing. You're great. Yes. Yes. You're doing a fantastic job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I still do that too. I'm like, I love you. (laughs) I love you. That's why, I mean, like I feel so fortunate to have this group that's sitting here because I feel like, like, Y'all are my tribe. Y'all are like, you know, we all get each other and we're all so unique in our own ways. But at the same time, like so accepting of one another, we feed off of each other's positive energy Mm -hmm. are there for one another. You know, when there's, you're feeling down and stuff like that, like you mentioned, um, that's so hard to find, Mm -hmm. not just in regular life with friends, because let's be serious. It's really hard to make friends, It is, Um, it is. but also in your work life, like how fortunate and lucky, right? I feel so grateful work is our life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Our life. Yeah. I don't remember. Transition time. time Because this is huge. This is something that we're, that we've all gone through is, mental health in this industry, the yes. service industry yeah. yes. and how customers treat you. 
or treat us, you know, mm-hmm. this is a treat huge this company. topic. Yes. Huge topic. Yeah. And I know so. I can speak for all of us that when someone says something or, you know, we get a message, all of our hearts sink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we instantly beat yeah. ourselves. Y'all up send over us it. those at like 10 p.m. at night. <laughs> we see them. All of us, we send in a group chat and we're like, Look at this shit, and then we cry, and then I'm crying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then we can't really, cry so much over yeah, it. I because do too. It hurts so yeah. much when people are like bashing us about something so small. When every single day we're trying so hard, mm-hmm. working so, so hard. hard to make you happy. Yes, that's what we're doing. We're not trying to make us happy. We're trying to make you that's happy. That's what we want. This is just like we're trying to bring joy to people. I mean, Absolutely, that's why I get up every day. Yes, it's cookies. Yeah. It's like it's that's our and it's cute and it's like fun. And colors. it's so fun, and we have so much fun. It makes us so happy. We want to make everybody happy, and yeah. we have had some experiences and some comments that. You know, there is a difference between somebody that had an actual really bad experience Mm -hmm. and then they come to us directly and they're like, hey, this wasn't cool or this happened. Mm -hmm. Wanted to let you know, like, this just isn't cool. So we can handle that directly, make it right with the customer, create a good relationship, which is what we always want to do and learn and grow better. Yes, exactly. And that allows our team members to grow, Mm -hmm. to learn. But when people go out of their way to try and hurt small business or hurt people on the internet specifically, Mm. that I just cannot get behind under any circumstances whatsoever. There is no reason for it ever. Um, we've had some extraordinarily bad experiences with that over the summer with our restaurant. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman that we had a COVID case. And so we shut down the restaurant while we got everybody tested and cleaned and all of that good stuff. She tore us apart on social media. Absolutely tore us apart to the point where I was like, I am going to do something really bad. And then I was like, but I'm not going to do it tonight because I have to do a wedding tomorrow and I can't disappoint them by not being there. Because that's the type because of person you are. Because that's you serving people. people. And I was like, happy. okay, well, I'll do it after the wedding. You know, and then <clears throat> other things like that happen where we got bad reviews or comments or what have you with the cookies. And I would go upstairs and cry and ball. Oh, yeah. And I would tell yeah. my husband, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here anymore. I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And it would, it got completely out of control and it was always triggered and it spun out of control due to these comments. And because it became so acceptable, especially in the world of COVID, I think, where everybody wants, everybody has this opinion on masks and people that want to be open versus don't want to be open and everybody's fighting about it and they're taking it out on us. Small business who yeah. are already struggling. Yeah. Literally just trying to like <laughs> survive. Survive. Yeah. Yeah. And employ all of the people that we employ. We're trying right. to give them opportunities in life. And give and them a safe work environment. Absolutely. So it's really hard. It's not okay. And I spoke about this before. There's a reason why the service industry and the restaurant industry has such really high levels of mental health issues and substance abuse. Mm -hmm. And this is the reason why, because people have a bad experience or maybe their burger wasn't cooked to the right temperature or 
after we were out of one of the cookies that they yes, wanted. Yes, absolutely. So then they write a review on us on Facebook that impacts our that impacts our bottom line, impacts how much money we make. What if you made a mistake at work, an honest mistake, a typo, something like that, and your boss docked your pay because of it? Said, well, you're not going to get paid as much because that's what you're doing. That's literally us. what you're doing to us, and then yeah. spreading it to other people so that they don't mm-hmm. come to us. That's yeah. it's just it's not fair. You know, we are people too. Yeah. We are mm-hmm. we. You know, I'm a mother. You're a sister. You're a mm-hmm. daughter. You're you know, we're all somebody. Yes, we are not just robots. Exactly, we have feelings, we have emotions, and we are only trying to create the best experience for everyone. We're a young business that's growing really fast. And I think I've had some people who will either, if I like calling them, trying to, you know, talk through something or like talk through a complaint or something. And they will say things like, this is a really bad way to start a business in regards to like, (laughs) like, especially with shipping, like they lost a box, like a box didn't get delivered. And I'm like trying to help them resolve that. And I'm saying like, I can give you a discount code. I can like refund half of you, but we've already spent the money. Mm -hmm. I know your box was shipped. Like I can only do so much before it becomes like, like if I can give everybody refunds, if FedEx loses a ton of boxes, like we have to survive. And people will say stuff like, this is a really bad way to start a business. And I'm like, just awful things. What? Like, Just yeah. awful things. In to what us. way? Like yeah. why? Which, by the way, say that to me. If FedEx loses a box, we still have to pay for that. So just right. so everybody knows, still, yeah, there is a um, you know we have FedEx, UPS, and USPS that are the main carriers, right? Well, they lose boxes all the time. Obviously, shipping has been a huge issue mm-hmm. and has increased for everybody, for everyone, not just not us, by the way. Just well, so if they lose a box or if they mess up a box, we've had them like destroy boxes before yeah. um, or lose a box temporarily. It's two weeks late. The cookies aren't good anymore. That is still on us. Yeah. So um, just so everybody knows that somebody should be holding these companies accountable. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, FedEx. <laughs> but, you know, these are these are the things that we deal with. But this is just across the board in the service yeah. industry, whether, you know, they're working, if they're a barista or they're a server or a bartender or, you know, one of the, the people in our company that's behind the bakery counter. You know, I think what people need to, like, really think about, check your heart first. You know, think about the things that you're going to say and make sure that your actions and reactions are made of love. You know, Mm -hmm. think about what you're going to say before you say it, because you don't know what anybody else is going through. Make sure you have no idea to accept Mm -hmm. the consequences of your words and actions. I don't I think with this whole Internet thing, which has been around for forever. So I don't know why I was like internet thing, but <laughs> with the internet and with, especially I'm going to bring it in cancel culture. Um, there's this whole like idea uh, or not even idea. It's just the way that people live now is that their words don't hold any actions or any like consequences. And they do, they affect people. The people that you're saying them about, the people you're saying it to, like, and the people around that are listening. Yeah, it's just your sending followers, off a bad your vibe. family members, <laughs> your friends who see you saying these things, it's affecting other people. And ooh, it's just like the accountability is like, ooh, yeah, it's a sad. sad I agree. Thing. Yeah, there's been 
can't tell you how many times we've had issues where somebody loses their job because of poor performance or not showing up to work or whatever, you know, and then all of a sudden the whole internet wants to cancel us Yeah, (laughs) because everybody, you know, sides with them. That is really hard to deal with. And I think that going, having to deal with that so often over the past 10, 15 years, however long we've been doing this, Hmm. it just wears on you and it builds and it builds and it builds. And for me personally, you know, dealing with COVID and, that whole mess, um, dealing with that happening over and over and over, it eventually just got to a point where it was too much for me to handle and I couldn't do it anymore paired with everything else. And people need to understand that we're human beings. This is not okay to say to anybody behind the businesses are human beings. You're listening or watching them right now. And Mm -hmm. that goes for no matter what business that it is. Every single business that is huge started out just like this yep. of people sitting on a couch with an idea and with passion. It's just, I just don't understand how we got to this point and why nobody said anything or talked about it enough. But if you don't have, we go back to the basics, right? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Be yeah. a nice human. There's a difference between <laughs> being constructive and trying to make like a business better and the best they can be and just trashing and ruining people's lives, literally, like literally. ruining people's mental health. It's an issue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it sits so heavily on us. Yeah. And we work. I mean, I <laughs> seriously it haven't so personally. Yeah. I, I seriously haven't had a day off and I don't remember <laughs> like yeah. at least two months. And like two nights ago, I woke up in a dog bed on the floor <laughs> Because yeah, I was yeah. having an anxiety dream. <laughs> yep. And I'm pretty sure like my subconscious was like, need to go see Fluffy Butt need to feel better. Fluffy butt. <laughs> That's what I call Kyra. Um, need to go see Fluffy Butt. And I like woke up at 1 a.m. on the floor. And that is truly because of work-life balance and just letting the negativity affect me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I said it earlier and we were talking about this before we started recording. I on Sunday, well, I guess Monday morning, but, um, Sundays are my biggest anxiety days there. It's just the lead up to the week. I just know because shipping starts on Monday, there's always going to be a lot of like stuff that needs to happen and things. And it's just really stressful for me. And Sunday night, I just like, couldn't really, I had a really hard time falling asleep. And then when I did fall asleep, I was dreaming about work so vividly. It felt like I was just laying in bed, spiraling in my head. Like I do when I can't sleep. That's how it felt. But I was dreaming. And so I was awoken by a friend who like texted me at a ridiculous hour in the morning. Um, and I was like, Oh my God, am I still awake? It's 3am. Was I just awake for that whole time? And I wasn't, thank God I got a little bit of sleep, but it's just like affects your subconscious so heavily you can't run away from it. There's you no one shut it, it off. It's yeah. so hard to shut off. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. shut it off. Yeah. So absolutely. But to balance that out, <laughs> <laughs> um, especially I've been, so I started a therapy journey recently. I went to therapy all my entire childhood just because of like my mom's mental health. She wanted to make sure that I was, you know, taking taken care of and like talking about things and it was great. But then I kind of stopped doing therapy for a while. And just within the past month, I was like, okay, after Valentine's day, (laughs) Valentine's day was chaos. And I had a heavy breakdown and I was like, okay, (laughs) I need to take care of myself. (laughs) So So, important. 
Yeah. So I started going to therapy and we've been working a lot on, you know, like it's, I love to work. That's the thing is that it's not like I don't love to do this. I'm not like being forced to work like 50, 60 hours a week. I literally do it because I can't stop. I'm like, yeah. yes, same, <laughs> but, same. I, but she was like, okay, it's okay to do that. You can have like hours, like many hours, like, you know, certain days where you work like 10, 12 hours, you know, if you want to have days where you do that, if that's up to you, but then you need to have days where you only work five hours or mm-hmm. You know, or one hour, or one hour, or no hours, hours. <laughs> no hours. You know, days off are nice. Wait, but. what's that? <laughs> I know, I'm right? Or one or two hours, and then I go see my horse. I'm like, wow, oh, I like had a day off. Know, this right? is a day off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, finding the balance is hard, but no. And I've been just kind of trying to track my hours so that I can be like, okay, this week, the beginning of the week was way too much for you. You need to make sure that you, you know compromise in other areas mm-hmm. you know making sure that i'm like also making sure that i'm going to like see my friend anna so that because she's a really positive like person in my life and i get a lot of positivity from that and yeah, making sure great. that i'm going for yes. walks and like mm-hmm. you know making sure that i have my time in the morning stuff i think you also really <laughs> believe in this I do. time in the morning is like yes. set oh, your absolutely. day up yes. especially when you work for a bakery because they're already in people are already texting you at 7 a.m being oh, like literally. there's things yeah these are these mm-hmm. things yeah mm-hmm. so it's important to have that time to yes. do the things you need to do for yourself. Yeah. And it's also, yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. also starting the day off right too. You know, I've I've talked to you about Mm -hmm. this. This is a morning ritual for me personally, is I wake up every morning and as soon as I open my eyes, I think about all the things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. You know, that is the first thing I do. Yeah. What am I grateful for today? Right. What do I have to look forward to and what am I going to accomplish? Yeah. You know, and it just starts off just great. Absolutely. And I think that's such a good point because people are always asking and there's all kinds of articles all over the Internet. How do I find work life balance? How do I fix my brain? You know, how do I? (laughs) There's no fixing, (laughs) fixing her. (laughs) How do I do all this? And people are trying too hard, I think. Yeah. Can like simple things. simple things. So, mm-hmm. um, sometimes consistency for you can mean boredom. For me, right. it means comfort because I like a routine and I like consistency. Mm-hmm. But it's different for everybody. So know yourself and know what you prefer. Um, I also really enjoy running and spending time outside uh, yes. between running and my horse. So that is a huge part of my routine is being outdoors and running, being outside, seeing all the wildlife because I'm a huge animal lover. Um, I we see our big animal people here. Yes. <laughs> I see fluffy, so much, so much floof. <laughs> yeah, because my cat is fluffy. So it's like oh, we just see? all have Misa, lots of floofs. There's lots of floofs. Yeah. My kids have really fluffy hair. <laughs> So, you know, all the afros going on. I love it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It means a lot to me to be able to go outside and just, I watch the sunrise and Mm. that's so beautiful for me. And I start to think, I am so lucky to be here. And it really changes your mindset. That's not discounting professional therapy or medication because both of those things have worked wonders for me. And I could not have gotten to that brain space of feeling grateful and of feeling those types of things without that assistance. Mm -hmm. So 
it's but shifting perspective is mm-hmm. huge. Absolutely. You know, that, that, that's a huge start. Yeah. It's just, just a little tweak, you know? Okay. The sunrise is absolutely beautiful this morning. You know, just something so simple and so small like that. Yeah. Along with, you know, your other things like therapy or yoga or meditation mm-hmm. or riding your horses, you know, there's, there's so many things, but it all starts in the mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Something my mom told me when I was really young <clears throat> and I still think about this all the time is I would get really angry or really upset about something. And she would be like, you can decide how you respond to this. Mm-hmm. She was like, so you, powerful. yeah. And it's so true. I mean, think about there'll be one day where I'm so stressed and I'm so overwhelmed and I respond to something by exploding or by just like blubbering. Cause I can't make words. My brain's moving too fast. And then the next day I will have like, have a better mindset, have taken the time to make myself feel better. And I'll respond to it calmly and just be like, okay, I'm going to fix it. You know, it's, it's all about like how you perceive things and how you are. Well, I guess it's not all about how you perceive things. I'm not, I don't want to say that because I do fully, fully know. And personally that there are certain things and times in your mental health journey where you have no control, but you have to take steps to regain that control and you can regain it. You just, you know, there's ways that you can regain it, but it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of time and self-love. Yeah. And a lot of self-love being able to love myself. Everybody to say, deserves that. Yeah. Everyone deserves everything. It's a corgi too. We have a corgi here. For those of you listening and not watching, Mabel is here. She's a corgi. And she's very sweet, but she's very naughty. She's very says, naughty, no, I'm but not she's naughty. so cute, oh, though. She's licking so <laughs> cute. <laughs> me a microphone. <laughs> she's a naughty, fluffy. Bag. We do all, I think, really rely a lot on the animals and people in our lives. Yeah. The, I mean, the four of us, I feel like for sure, um, to help us cope with things. I mean, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the day, so much. the day that Vinny, I found out Vinny was dying. I passed out twice. One when I was driving and I like woke up on the side of the road. Mm, and that's really unsafe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like that is the day I realized how much I depend on him for yeah. my emotional sanity. Yes. Which maybe mm-hmm. isn't super healthy. No, you know. it's not. <laughs> Here's another thing. Like, you have to kind of everything in life, everything in mental health is about like healthy limits and And balance and balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to be, I am, we all know very codependent on my best friend (laughs) whom I love and see almost every day. (laughs) Shout out to Anna. (laughs) Shout out to Anna again. Um, but I, you know, I can also go home and just like spend time with myself and spend a whole day with myself and be okay. You know? Yeah. And then on the flip side, ultra independence is also very unhealthy. Yeah. And you don't have to do everything by yourself. No, you don't. So sorry to everybody that affects in my life, (laughs) especially my work people. (laughs) I am the opposite, the ultra independent. Yeah. I do see that. It's it's, yeah, Yeah. it, it can be a thing. But that's so, okay because you recognize I it. I do. So I'm yeah, trying and then I'm over here and I'm like, delegation. hey, we need to meet because yes. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know. I just yeah, yeah. You know, but you you have to be open to the help. She's singing. You know? yeah. Oh yeah. 
Um, so. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Sorry, Jess. The, no, the you're fine. Distracting. No, it's all good. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think that's why we decided to come together as Confessions of a Queen, because we need to talk about this stuff. We need to talk about how yes. you are more independent and how, you know, Annie has Anna in her life. Um, and so that's why I wanted to start at this podcast, because we are all so honest with each other and yes. we get along so well. And when we meet mostly like when I'm in town talking about marketing with them, we talk about this stuff. Oh, we yeah. talk like 10% yeah. about marketing and then the rest of it is these conversations. Yeah, so I we mean, want to share them with you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I, I think that it really keeps us healthy too, because we know that we're not the only ones struggling with it personally absolutely. Right? to know that there are other people that struggle with this. Like that, that alone brings so much comfort. Absolutely. absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. um, Yeah. But wrapping up the the conversation, this is our second episode of Confessions of a Queen. In the post, we will have several numbers listed about, you know, if you are needing help or you're feeling lost, call those numbers. Seriously, do not wait. There's a texting one now. There's a texting number as well. A lot of people don't feel comfortable talking on the phone, especially in this day and age. Right. Right. So there is a texting number as well. So yeah. those those will be listed because we we love you all and we really care yeah. about everyone's and it's mental so health. Important. It's yeah. so important. It's so important. I hope care that of this yourself. was able to help even just one person a teeny bit. Yes. yes. Because I know that there's been so many times in my life where I felt so lost and there's been you know just no feel to like help there's me. no one, but there yeah. is. But there yeah. is always. You and you never can... hesitate to reach out to right. me personally. 100%. I don't want to speak for you guys, but I'm sure Absolutely. that you would be okay Absolutely. with it. Absolutely. Um, you know, All if day. you ever need to talk or you have questions about our experiences or therapy. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we are not licensed. <laughs> we are here as friends. Yes. 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 Is that? Yeah, we are not therapists. That's no, no, none no, of us are licensed. No. We all of this is just our own personal experience and knowledge. We don't. Yes. <laughs> just we suggestions. Can, we, we can yeah. point you in the right direction though. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, and to to wrap it up, so we are ending our episode two of Confessions of a Queen. Thank you so much for watching, listening, and following us on this journey. If you yeah. um, feel so pushed or swayed, feel free to share, comment, like. Let us know if you have any suggestions. Yeah, suggestions. Yeah, suggestions. We want to know what good. you want to hear about. Absolutely. Yeah, because this is a journey. And this yeah. is, we want mm-hmm. to bring you in on this this environment that we have you know the queendom is not just for the cookie queens it's for everybody listening yeah and whether absolutely. you're a king a queen you know we're here to support you mm-hmm. um episode three will most likely tune in for that it'll most likely be about uh exes and or <laughs> ex friendships so that'll Most's be a big breakups. yeah <laughs> breakups yes <laughs> and again all right awesome well Thank you so much. Thank you. Peace. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.